Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Borderlands 3 and extending the game. Going to be talking about how they've done it in the past and how they could do it in the future. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching it on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I will be replaying all these franchise games with my wife. Very excited about the remastered versions and very excited, obviously, about the new title. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can always hit the like button and the subscribe button. I will be doing a lot of Borderlands content. I even have really old videos I want to revisit about predictions and things I made that are actually coming true. It's pretty cool. So extending the content in this game, I believe, is a significant question mark that a lot of people kind of have right now. Uh, These types of games where you're chasing loot, you're replaying the game, you're, you're starting new characters, or, you know, you're thinking through replay value. I think that's a reasonable question for people to have. You know, what's the what's the actual point? What am I going to be doing once I get to the end? What am I going to be doing once I am maxed out? So first, I want to talk about how they were pioneers uh, with Borderlands uh, and, and extending content. Second, I want to talk about vaults as rifts, if you're familiar with Diablo. And then lastly, I want to say not all games as service. We don't need every game to become a game as service. And I don't know if that's really the direction that we want to take Borderlands. So first, let's just talk about how they were pioneers. If you haven't played to the franchise yet, I have a beginner's guide on my channel. When this goes live on YouTube, that beginner's guide will already be up. It walks through the order you should play, the characters you should play as, as well as how to think about the DLC. I actually am still to this day impressed with the amount of content they give you beyond the launch titles of Borderlands 1 and 2 with respect to their DLCs. It was a massive amount of content for a very reasonable amount of money. The only DLC out of BL1 and BL2 that kind of stands out as not being that great is Moxie's, I think it was Thunderdome, was what it was called. That's like the only one that isn't that good. All of the ones outside of that in BL1 and BL2 are fantastic. They're very substantive, they're long, they've got lots of gear, lots of areas to go, very very fun content and for the time period it was very very incredible to see not only a big base game you know with replay value with respect to replaying it on the same character or replaying it on a different character trying different builds etc even on top of that they're giving you they're giving you extra content beyond that that I thought they did a very very good job they were one of the first games to really extend the game beyond the initial launch and not a lot of games back then did that they didn't do it at least in the way that Borderlands did where each DLC had its own story and its own theme you had the Robo Revolution with Claptrap you had Dr. Zed Zombie Island and then you had the Noxus Armory. Honestly, the, the the Zombie Island one was kind of before the zombie craze, too. They were ahead of the curve in a lot of ways. Four DLCs with their own loot, their own feel, uh, their own look, their bosses, the characters. I think it was really, really great. The question is, are they just going to do that again, or are there other ways that they could approach this? Would they just say, oh, we're just going to do four DLCs? I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of those DLCs have new playable characters in them. We know they like to do that. They did new playable characters in both the pre-sequel and Borderlands 2 and that may be something that happens again in Borderlands 3 I want to put forward the idea of vaults as rifts now this is a little bit of a prediction but also just an idea I don't know if it's it's probably too late in the game for them to even like take inspiration from this idea but we know from comments made in the past they envisioned the birth of Borderlands was this idea that you could have Diablo with guns so if they've been paying attention to Diablo this idea may be present in the game 
I think it'd be really, really cool if they mimicked the Diablo Rift system that we see in Diablo 3, and they use the vaults to do it. Having a new vault every once in a while, sort of setting the tone, the season, the feel, the look. You could have different villains, different, you know, different planets. All of that could be dependent upon where the vault is. At the end of Borderlands 2, you see there's vaults everywhere, and it seems like that's going to be one of the things we're doing in this game. We're interacting with the vault key in the one cutscene, and then all of a sudden, Lilith doesn't have her tattoos, and she's crawling to the vault key while the, the twins are in the background, you know, the, the bad guys are in the background. I think vaults would be a really, really great way to give a new location, new enemies, and new, you've got cosmetics that could come from it, guns, damage types, everything thematically that you kind of were familiar with in Borderlands 2 when you went into the pirate DLC, it had a very, very clear and distinct feeling as opposed to when you when you went into Hammerlock's DLC. Very different vibe, the, the, the enemies, the setting, everything down to even the music changes, and I think that's a really, really great way to set things up now this doesn't have to be in the traditional sense of how they do it in diablo paul tassie last night on the podcast even said annual pass content could work i mean we're kind of seeing that in destiny that doesn't necessarily mean it's game as service but if you're trickling out content they could be taking their very traditional route with four big dlcs as well as interspersing content between them so you're getting this sense of, okay, in between these main tent poles of story, we've got little intervals of things that we're doing. Like if you imagine the headhunter packs, the headhunter packs were very, very fun, but they were pretty short. They were centered around a holiday. You had one bad guy, you know, you had one big boss. You had some cool things to do. Imagine those headhunter packs, instead of them landing at the end after all the DLC, if they were interspersed throughout. So instead of going from the pirate DLC and then waiting and then having hammerlock, it would go pirate. And then you'd have a headhunter pack kind of in between to trickle things out. And then you'd get the hammerlocks DLC. It would feel more substantive, it'd feel more drawn out, it'd feel more full. It would definitely have a sense of, you always want to be playing, you always want to be in the world, trying the new things, chasing the new loot. And I know people didn't like Hammerlock's DLC, the raid bosses were kind of frustrating, but again, the general consensus was that we got a lot of content for our for our money in Borderlands 2, and I would love to see another extension of the game have that similar feel with respect to substance uh, and length lastly let's talk about not all games as service because you hear me talk about like an annual pass and you hear me talk about destiny and you're just like I don't want that in Borderlands and I tend to agree with you I don't think every single game needs to be a game as service we don't need to be treating every single game as one that you're constantly playing but I think Diablo has proven that you can take a linear loop game where you play it in a linear fashion and then you loop back through and there's replay value there. It gets harder, enemy names change, weapons change, you know, all that gets kind of a, a, a rework and it gets worked over. I think that Diablo's proven you can take a linear loop game and extend it with a, a, a very light version of Game of Service with their riffs and their seasons and everything that they've done beyond uh, the DLC. Many are demanding things of Borderlands, though, that I don't think need to happen. I think a lot of the times people are approaching games like this and they're asking them to become something else. The Polygon article that said the the trailer was disappointing. 
I don't think the trailer was disappointing at all. I don't think it set out to do what many people expected it to do. They're not setting out to tell you all the details and all the changes. They're just announcing the game. And I know we've been waiting a really, really long time, but we need to be careful we don't continually ask things of games that are not within their identity. And when they're not within their identity, you're going to be setting yourself up for disappointment as well as just not allowing the game to exist as it, as it is meant to exist. I generally think the consensus in the motto should be do what worked, but make it better. That's why I see that the four DLC extension works so well for Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2. It works so well, just do it better. Go deeper, go bigger, go, you know, make it, make it have more of a stretched out feeling. I think one of the dangers of a game like this is that the new gear is not that important. You're like, well, I already have all this great gear. I'm a maxed out character. What are you going to do in this new content to make me care? This is why I think a vault wrist system would work really well because the new weapons would feel necessary. They would feel like they're needed or they're contextually strong against the new enemies or in the new environments or against the boss. I think that'd be a great way to feel a sense of I need to go chase that stuff and I'm not necessarily undercutting all my hard work if you're grinding for really great gear, but you're still interested in chasing the loot. The loot has to matter in order for a looter shooter's extension of content to work. Improvement does not necessarily mean change. I think it's another thing people forget. I don't think Borderlands 3 needs to be significantly changed from the format that has worked up until now. Improvement is not synonymous with change. It doesn't mean the same thing. If we deepen the delivery, give give a little bit more, a little bit more substance and a little more deep when you deli- a little bit more of a depth when you deliver the new content and consider player expectation might actually need a little bit more quantitatively. I do think player expectations have shifted a little bit. I think a lot of the people that are going to be buying this game, looking for a loot pursuit, looking for a long burn, looking for an end game, I think a lot of those people are going to expect maybe a little bit more quantitatively and Borderlands has to consider that. So at the end of at the end of everything they set a standard for looter shooters that i think they're going to probably exceed but with respect to extending the content i think that is one of the challenges games are experiencing right now both destiny division and anthem are all attempting to say here's the base game and here's how we extend your experience beyond it and i don't think anybody has landed perfectly just yet and i think borderlands is the closest but they do need to go a little bit further than they did in the past again do what worked just make it better we're going to transition to q a if you're here live so don't go anywhere if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always catch me live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all of my content i appreciate you listening and watching please like share and subscribe